Hey everyone, this is the Professor Rick Del Santo of the PWZ Podcast. If you're interested in professional wrestling of the independent kind, the National Wrestling Alliance, and the United Wrestling Network, check us out on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to professional wrestling podcasts. Shocking babies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shocking Things. This is episode 25, and with Rick from the PWZ podcast. How are you doing, Rick? I'm awesome today. How are you, buddy? Very good, very good. Uh, we're going to talk about a movie uh, Rick and I both love. It is Revenge of the Ninja. You excited for this, Rick? I am, man. You brought back some good memories with this one. This was definitely a classic when I was younger. Oh, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, yeah, very exciting movie. I was, I was happy to watch it. It was probably one of the uh, first movies I really rented as a kid okay. that, I, that I remember. All right, so this was directed by Sam Furstenberg. Uh, some of his other credits include Ninja 3, The Domination, Break Into Electric Boogaloo, and American Ninja. It's uh, you okay, Rick? You, you sound like you're falling down there. You're right. No, I'm I'm fine, man. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just, I'm kind of laughing at the uh, you know uh, break into electric boogaloo. This guy's uh, you know, this... these are legendary movies. Uh, when yeah. I was a kid. Uh, so it's written by James Silk. Silk uh, also worked on Ninja Three: The Domination, The Barbarians. Remember the Barbarian Brothers, Rick? I do remember them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So and uh, King Solomon's Mines. Did you ever see that? Uh, I, I've heard of it. I don't, you know, I honestly don't remember if I've it's, seen it before. It's a great, great film. It's like a Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. knockoff. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the cast is uh, Sho Kusugi. I kept calling him uh, Sho Kusugi. I, I, keep, I, I keep mixing this up. I'm, I, I'm rusty on my Japanese. The only uh, Japanese <laughs> word I could pronounce correctly seems to be bukaki. Other than that, I'm not very good. <laughs> I'm going to try again. I'm going to keep trying. Keep Show trying. Kusugi. Show Kusugi. If I, keep, if I say it five times in a mirror, maybe a ninja with a sword will appear. All right. That's funny. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, we talked about in the last episode. Uh, he was in uh, Enter Ninja, which we discussed. And he's also in Ninja 3, The Domination, the TV series, The Master. Keith Vitale played Dave. Uh, Vitale starred in Force 5, No Retreat, No Surrender 3. That's the good one. I didn't and, know they uh, made more than one yeah, of those. I, yeah. <laughs> um, Arthur Roberts portrayed Braden. Uh, some of uh, Roberts' credits include Up in Smoke. That's a classic movie, right? That's Chief a great Control. movie, yeah. Uh, Chopping Mall and Not of This Earth. Mario Gallo portrayed Caifano. 
Uh, Gal, I love that guy, right? <laughs> we'll get into he, that. We'll get yeah, into that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gal also appeared in uh, the 1976 version of King Kong and the Raging Bull. Oh. Now we have to uh, rewatch the Raging Bull now because he was hilarious in this. I didn't even know. He, I haven't seen Raging Bull in years, so he's probably it's, really funny in that. Yeah, since I was a kid, I don't think I've seen it. So, uh, The Grandmother is played by Grace Oshida. Uh, this is her only acting credit. Ashley Ferrer played Kathy. Uh, she also starred in the TV series The Master. Uh, the real-life son of show Kusugi. Kane Kusugi plays his son in the film. Uh, he was also in Nine Deaths of the Ninja in the TV series The Master. Uh, this is one of Rick's favorites because uh, he loves wrestling. Professor Toru Tanaka was a sumo servant. Uh, he's a wrestler turned actor. Uh, do you remember him in Running Man? By any chance, Rick? Uh, Dead Heat and The Last Action Hero. Uh, Rick loves all those movies. Oh, those are all great movies. Dead Heat is phenomenal. That's one. Yeah, that, yeah, well, that's yeah. one we should talk about sometime. Yeah, Joe Piscopo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's Treat Williams as well. Uh, before he was like yeah. really famous. So. Yes, well, the <laughs> substitute, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Don Shanks played the chief. Now I know him uh, from playing Michael Myers in Halloween Five: The Revenge of Michael Myers from his. Uh, his autograph signings. Oh, wow. uh, he, he hits the convention circuits a lot. Um, so the synopsis, basically, it's uh, after Ninja's killed his family, Cho and his son, Kane, come to America to start a new life. He opens a doll shop but is unwittingly importing heroin in the dolls. When his friend betrays him, Cho must prepare for the ultimate battle. Uh, this was released on September 16th, 1983. It was filmed in Salt Lake City, Utah. So, uh, so basically, you know, the opening says we're in Tokyo, Japan. We have ninjas that are lurking behind the trees. You see a family holding a baby, the small boy outside a home. Then they get brutally murdered. Uh, it's, it's pretty graphic. Do you agree, Rick? Yes, it, it is pretty graphic. Uh, it's, it's, it just seems sort of random because do they ever explain why they were murdered throughout the movie? Um, to, I mean, to an extent, but not, I mean, they don't go too deep in it, but, you know, you see the thrust swords and commas in the elderly man's back, and then just slices yeah. a woman's stomach, Yeah, uh, slices her throat with a comma, the throwing star gets thrown right between uh, the eyes of a that child. Was, yeah, that was a child, and that was, yeah. I was so like, really like, shocked at that, because that's that was always a sensitive subject in movies, especially back then. Yeah. Uh, ninja shoots an arrow into a woman's heart. So we're all kind of like, we're trying to figure out what's going on here. Uh, then you see Cho and Braden are talking nearby, and Braden explains how, uh, well, Japanese art is selling in America to Cho. And then they realize that so that's Cho's family. And uh, then these ninjas uh, jump off a roof. Uh, they attack Cho. Cho fights them off. Then Braden uses a gun, and uh, that, uh, that beats a sword every time. And uh, then we see Cho's mother enters, and uh, they realize the one person that's still alive out of this is the baby. They hid the baby. Yeah. And so that's his son, came. And so then Braden tells Cho he has to leave to go to Japan because the fighting is never going to end here. Then Cho's mother shows this pendant with like a bird on it that's taken from Cho's wife. And uh, explains how his father died on this land, and now his wife. The soil is sacred with our family blood, so that's the reasoning why Cho's mother doesn't want him to leave. But I don't. That's it's not really good reasoning to me. But 
so then, but they, they do leave, they go to America. Uh, so, because uh, Br- Braden, uh, he offers to an arc alley America for his son to be safe. And his mother says, you can come along as well. He's going to be nice. He's not going to leave her there, even though she says she doesn't want to leave. So, um, now this is a segment coming up next when it shows Kane as little boy. It says six years later mm-hmm. when the, the uh, you ever watch a movie mm-hmm. and when you turn it on TV, and it's always in the same spot every time. Yeah. When I was a kid, this was the film. It was in that same spot every time where it shows uh, Kane. He's leaving school and his grandmother's walking him down the street. Now, this is where uh, he gets uh, confronted by bullies. And uh, they say, this is a great line. Hey, man, what's your trick? <laughs> It's 1983, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then another, then the other boy says, "Kick his ass," <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, this yeah, yeah, really, yeah. This is a great scene, and you know what it reminded me of? The kid, you know, obviously he takes uh, the kids out, and then uh, was it Shokasugi uh, catches him, uh, and then ends oh, it. Yeah. And so this show, this kind of reminded me of that show, if you remember, uh, with Gil Gerard's sidekicks. Oh, okay. For, yeah. for some reason, uh, that okay. which was a great show. Rookie Steamboat was on that show and made an appearance. I love that show. Okay. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that in many years. But yeah, oh, so no. this, yeah, so basically they're bullies. They bother the kid for no reason. They take his Dodgers cap off his head, uh, knock his lunchbox out of his hands. Uh, I think Kane does a roundhouse kick, knocking them down. And the kid has a, a Huffy Thunderbird. Uh, Thunder awesome. Thunder Road bicycle. And did you notice one of the kids is wearing a stray cat's jacket? Yes. That's awesome. Uh, yes, which was really, really funny. Uh one part during the fight, Kane just grabs some dirt and throws it in the kid's face. He goes, Ah, my eyes. <laughs> yeah. So then you mentioned now the the father he breaks it up. He told them not to fight. But the, the grandmother then says, Well, you have to teach him the way of the ninja. That and shows again that that pendant how it bears uh, the sign of the family. So then we get into it shows Kane being trained now by his father Cho. Uh, he shows him the sword. It says it's gonna be sealed forever because this is the way your mother was killed. Uh, he's not. And he told he told him he's not going to be a ninja or samurai. He is only going to practice the sword for honor and tradition. So they show Kane. He's He's very impressive. He's a little ninja master the way he's twirling the, the sword around. And then yeah. we have Kathy come in. She's an attractive woman. You like her, Rick, the blonde girl? Yeah, yeah but this... women with uh, blonde women with feathered hair back in the 80s was all the rage. Yes, <laughs> and, and she came in with just like a gi, but like no pants on. Did you see yes. it was just really long? And <laughs> this, yeah. was the, this was the comedic part to me where... Um, they're talking about Kathy says uh, she wants to train with him, but he says, you forgot your pants to train. <laughs> then she says she didn't forget. So <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for something really to happen, but they, they show Kathy's like almost trying to seduce him, but then show kind of like they're training, but he pushes her off. Yes. But the thing so, is, the thing that, that confused me is that she was with Brayden, right? Throughout the whole movie. Well, yeah, yeah, but we don't know. Yeah. She's like an assistant. Yes. Basically almost like a secretary to help him set up this art gallery but yeah so but she's got the hots for him ricky yes so then we go into uh brayden in the in the museum now 
and uh, Chosho is bringing all the, the handmade dolls from Japan on display. Uh, then no one's around. Kane knocks down one of the dolls. And Kathy's there and tells him she won't tell his father. Then we, we see this white powder coming out. I don't think it's talcum powder or uh, itching powder <laughs> no. at this point. <laughs> no. We'll find yeah, out so, later. We'll find yeah, out later. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, Kathy talks to Brayden, says, you know, how uh, Kane knocked down uh, the doll with heroin. And boy, that he had that look on his face like he ate a, a box of Sour Patch Kids <laughs> when, he, when, he, when she told him that. So uh, then we have uh, Rick's favorite character coming up. Braden then meets with Caifano. How would you describe him, Rick? Uh, when I, I know when we were talking about this, I said he looks like a meth head version of Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah, and I said he looks like a low rent Joe Pesci. So we're yeah. both on the same page. <laughs> we're on the this. same page. Yeah, that was that was funny, and the way he acted too. You know, I mean, this oh guy, yeah, this guy should have had cancer because every scene he was just smoking like a crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so Braden tells Caifano he needs the money uh, for the dolls immediately to pay the Japanese. Caifano says he has to wait because uh, he already paid him a hundred grand, and um, and and then uh, Caifano says to the, tell the Japanese Afangul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that that was very very humorous. Uh, Brain leaves and shows him, and now it shows him setting up. He's putting all this ninja gear in a suitcase. Yes. So, so then uh, this is where uh, uh, Braden shows he's 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 not going to take this. He sh- he's goes to a park, and you see Caifano's. This is Caifano's brother now with his family. They're at a picnic. Then uh, they're talking about drinking so many beers. He's got to take a piss. So, so it's then, going uh, they, me. yeah, yeah. So, Braden, they show him going in the bathroom, and basically, he's in the stall putting on his gear. And uh, did you like this fight scene, Rick? It was funny because he was like, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing?" Like, you <laughs> he goes, "What the fuck is this Halloween?" <laughs> yeah, because Braden has like this silver mask on and the the ninja gear, and then basically, Braden just snaps his neck. Yeah. Hmm. And this is another uh, strange character coming up. Caifano meets this homeless informant in the city. Yeah. Um, they have an eye patch too. Yeah, he has an eye patch. They're down. They're sitting by the uh, by the fountain down down in the city. Uh, mm-hmm. Somehow this guy knows everything that happens in town. Yeah, yeah very strange. This homeless guy would would yeah. know everything that's going on. So he tells him the Japanese are taking over the market, and then all of a sudden you see a little bit a glimpse of uh, Braden's briefcase. So, you know, it's him pulling out a throwing star. Then all of a sudden he gets a throwing star right, uh, basically in his face. He gets knocked yeah. down into the fountain. Right, Rick. Yeah. And he gets it in his other eye. So, <laughs> so if he was, so if he survived this, he would have had no eyes whatsoever. And then, uh, Kaifana goes, what the shit is this? <laughs> you notice that like, until he fell into the, the fountain, like when after he got hit and like screamed and turned and like fell into the nobody was paying attention. Like all the no, people just, yeah. everybody was just walking by in, until he like landed in the water. That's when everybody yeah, was so like, that's oh. that's that's when it really hit them that this was ha- and then I had this that synthesized eighties music, this like eerie music playing, like when that happened. But uh yeah, so very, very uh exciting segment. <laughs> so uh then we have 
Braden. He sneaks in the Gaifanos. This is his nephew now. They show him earlier, uh, his his pad, and um, he's fooling around with a girl in the hot tub. But then Braden comes in. Did, did you remember this, Rick, with the yeah, blow dart? Uh, yeah, the blow dart. That's something that I forgot. Remember last time we were talking about all the ninja stuff that we would find in uh, Black Belt magazines and stuff mm-hmm. like that? I, I forgot all about the, the, the blow darts and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And they just look like freaking pens. Like you, go, oh, he's got a nudie magazine on the table. I'm looking, yeah. you know, and, and, <laughs> and it's just funny that they had, you know, they didn't even look like they were actually like darts. They just looked like they were regular uh, pins. Like if somebody yeah. was sewing or something, and you know, had to had to hold something in place. But, but if you get it, you get in the jugular, Rick. It's all over. <laughs> I guess so. so. Uh, yeah, so uh, he's in he, the hot tub. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, he stabs his girlfriend. Yeah, so they're it's it's over with them. And then Kafano meets with the police and they want to know why they're being targeted, but he's not answering. He's not gonna explain to them that he owes the Japanese money. So then uh, the police talk with Cho about the deaths, uh, because his friend Dave told the police that Cho knows uh, chose Japanese and knows the type of bone breaking techniques that the uh, Kaifanos were killed with. But Cho said he doesn't have time to talk with them and help them with the leads. And now the detective uh, does this stunt. Did you see this, Rick? Where he hits, the, he has a, a coffee mug on his desk, knocks it over to see if he's a ninja, to see if Cho's a ninja. And then all of a sudden his hand grabs it. Lightning fast, and right. then he has this look on his face, detective, like, aha, like I, I got you, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, Kaifano calls Braden to have his Japanese friends call off the killing, uh, but Braden says he wants the cash and to meet him at the gallery in three hours. And then we're introduced to, and this is uh, Don Shanks, we're talking about uh, his chief, he calls he just calls him Chief Kaifano, hey, Chief, go steal the dolls from the gallery. The uh, very original name for a Native American. Hey, yeah, Chief, the American right? Indian guy. Yeah, that right. guy was that guy was one of my favorite characters out of this movie. He was hey, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> There's always so, some some over the top character in like that in in eighties movie like this. You oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta have them. They're they're yeah. great. And then uh, the wrestler Rick Professor Toru Tanaka. Are you too? Like, have you watched a lot of his footage, Tanaka, over the years? Uh, when I was, you know, a bunch of years back, I'd watch him in what's a Mr. Fuji were a tag team, correct? Yes. Like back, yeah. back, back in the seventies and eighties. And yeah, I mean, he wasn't terrific or anything. He was just like a big Japanese he, guy. He had the look. Yeah. Big, yeah. big, huge guy. He almost looks like odd job from, uh, from Goldfinger. Right. Would you agree? Big, just like built like a tank. Yeah. He was very thick and yeah. you know, very strong and he could destroy somebody. You know, he definitely had the look, and that's why I think he got a lot of uh, movie parts the way he oh, did. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So uh, so then we have uh, introduced to Toru Tanaka, and he's asked by Brain to watch over Kathy, make sure she doesn't leave. So uh, <laughs> then Cho walks into his gallery getting <laughs> ransacked, and this is a – then we have – he's fighting off the henchman Cho, and this is where Chief – what does he do, Rick? Do you remember his first fighting technique that he does, his uh, attack? I, doesn't he give the guy an arm bar or something? No, or? no, he jumps off the roof oh, with this yes. with the with this uh, wooden crate to yep. smash Cho over the head with it. So he's like what, like twenty feet in the air. So this is where yeah. being a stuntman, he's an actual stuntman. Mm-hmm. So this comes into play the jumping off the roof on him. But yeah, then he does. He's got the knife and he's trying to fight Cho with it. 
very exciting scene. Cho was awesome, yeah. And then he, uh, you know, they start to run off, and he in the van, and Cho has a ladder, you know, one of those ladders where you climb the back of the van mm-hmm. type thing. So he Cho is being dragged throughout the city for the most part for a while. Yeah, and yeah. it's uh, very reminiscent uh, for younger listeners, uh, uh, Jackie Chan type of yes. fight scene. Like, like I think yeah. Jackie Chan was probably you know, influenced by these type of scenes if you watch it. But yeah, it's very, it's very, very impressive. And then did, uh, he, do, did he do his own stunts for this movie that you know of? Uh, show yeah. From okay. to my knowledge, yes. Okay. Cool. So then, the, then it crashes the van during the, all this the scuffle. Then uh, Braden goes to Cho's gym. Uh, Cho's mother fights Braden over it. Now this was a pretty crazy scene. This fight, do you remember this, Rick? Yes. And Cho's mother uses the smoke bomb to, to teleport. Uh, we she disappears. To, uh, do you remember what happens, Rick? Yeah. Then uh, Braden, you know, is looking for, her, and then he stabs her through the. Uh... Through the wall, the, uh, yeah, you, that yeah, paper like, a, like a fabric type wall, yeah, whatever yeah. the paper, and all of a sudden you see a stab, and then blood just comes out, and you're yeah. ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I felt bad for her because it's really it was now after this it was only him and his son. Well, yeah, so, you yeah. just imagine someone doing this to your grandmother. Yeah, yeah. And then while this happens, you see Kane's on the roof looking down uh, through the the window. Then Braden sees him. That he tries to chase him. But uh, but Kane gets away, and then Cho takes uh, the pendant from his grandmother. Also, so then the police question Cho about what's going on, and he plays dumb. And uh, we see uh, Professor Torutanaka again. Uh, okay, Rick, can you explain what he's doing to Kathy at this point? Oh, he seems like he's trying to rape Kathy. Yeah, or, or, you know, uh, after Braden basically said just keep an eye on her yeah he, yeah he comes in and basically kills him uh he wraps a wire around his neck and uh you know there's blood coming out and he basically kills him and you know then i, I don't know what uh what happens after that with the well this is I, and he's is that just raping her he's like laughing like this is hilarious ha ha while while yeah. trying to do it like this is, it oh, this seems is like he's trying to, yeah because he's like a fat cow basically compared like to he's her, toying with her yeah so he's yeah he's, and he's trying to just basically squish her and stuff so it was pretty you know i don't know it was kind of uh disturbing would you yeah, say yeah i would say it was definitely disturbing yeah yeah so then the uh, braden tells kathy he was a uh, double cross and the dolls are missing and uh, he tells kathy to bring kane to him because kane trusts kathy they have a good relationship she doesn't want to listen to him. So then Braden, uh, he hypnotizes Kathy with these glowing green eyes and this and the silver mask. So we see some more this ninja magic going on. This scene with the hypnotization, like he just started waving his arms and then like like you said, the glowing green eyes. And then all of a sudden she was just in a trance, like literally within a matter of like two seconds. Uh, yeah, it was, it was and that I was simple. like, yeah, I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now, then we get to um, okay, Rick, you're moving around a lot. No, I'm good. You do ninjutsu training <laughs> while we're doing this. Hold on, <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good, buddy. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> so um, 
Now, Cho and Dave fight this gang who don't, they're asking questions about if they know who raided the gallery and the fight on the playground. This has to be one of my favorite scenes in the whole entire movie. They almost uh, look like the village people, too. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly what I was about to say. They, like, <laughs> they, just, they went to there because if anybody knows anything, these guys would know anything. And they're like, yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you said it was like the village people i like when he um it was, it's it's amazing that these guys just have like these uh martial arts weapons just hanging around in the city park like every, anywhere you go just randomly so you know the when cho was fighting one of the guys he ended up cutting off half his mustache <laughs> so oh yeah <laughs> only in 1983 this would be normally of a white guy dressed up as a cowboy Yes. A black a black guy with like these knee pads on. Yeah. A Hispanic guy with like a leather vest and an Asian guy with the, 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 the Japanese flag on it. Yeah. So I mean it's so Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, the other guy with his roller skates. I'm sorry, that that's why the knee pads on. Yeah. But yeah, and then one of the guys that's kicked down the, the slide, which I just thought was very comedic. That was great because he was screaming the whole time down the slide. And I was like, it's just a children's slide. It's not like really that crazy. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, Kathy, she's, she has to kidnap Kane. And then I, I was cracking up during this scene where she's trying to catch him. And Kane bumps his head in the wall trying to crawl away. Goes, ah! <laughs> well, it's like he's trying to he's trying to fight her, it seems. Uh, yeah. He like gives her a good smart- kick in the vagina at one point, it looks like. <laughs> Uh, I like that Dodgers jacket he's wearing. It's a nice jacket yeah. from 1980. Oh, yeah, yeah. The starter jacket looks yeah. like, right. Yeah. He's that was nice. all the rage in the 80s. They were huge in the 80s, the starter jackets. So, yeah. So then she does get Kane. Uh, she brings in the Braden. Uh, Kathy calls Cho. She breaks out of this trance now. And uh, she explains how Braden uh, used him. And then Braden walks into this conversation. So then he has to torture Cassie. Can you explain this torture, Rick? Uh, not really, dude. It's kind of it's another it's like thing. A, this, yeah, go ahead. Is she? He puts her in a hot tub. It looks like right. Yeah, so yeah, like holding like, hot water. Yeah, and he's like spraying water at her. It's nothing. I, I, yeah, there's all these streams of water hitting her. It, I don't know. It was very odd. I didn't know. Is what this to like make the this. um? What do they call? Did they call that the Chinese water torture? Like, well, that would be on your forehead <laughs> dripping. That's why I didn't know what yeah. the hell this oh, was. No, I know I was joking, but you know, it's just <laughs> this was just so random. It's like it seems like they were trying to possibly drown her. But like, uh, yeah, that's why I asked a, you if you understood this because I really didn't get it. You know, I didn't. I, I don't know, man. It was just confusing because it's like that they go back to her and she's just sitting there in the water, like in the hot tub or whatever. It yeah. Just so, so what is this going to take forever? Turn her into a prune? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so then, uh, Cho, like he, this is. Uh, this is it. It's the final straw. He's finally shows him opening up all his ninja gear now when he said he wasn't going to break the yeah. seal on the sword. So, but now he's getting out of his throwing stars and everything. So he's he's getting ready now. And he puts everything on. And then um, we see Braden. He enters Caifano's. He has a, this, uh, this complex. It's basically like an office building, it looks like, right? Yeah, it looks like kind of, yeah, like an office building. It's that's where, that's where all the apartments were and stuff, right? That they were okay. getting into. Yeah, yeah. 
So then the so the shows Braden he's killing all these guards. He trips them. Just just kills them left and right. Uh, then this is Rick's favorite part. He's telling me he loved Cho climbing on the wall, scaling the wall. Well, he started. I don't know what are they on like the 18th floor or something. And he started, you know, like the ninja claws on the the palms and the feet. He scaled the whole damn building. And it looked like at one point they did a close up of one of his hand. It didn't look like he was getting a grip on the wall at all. Like yeah. it looked like so I'm like, how the hell is he going to lift like 220 pounds or whatever? So I don't know. It was just ridiculous. It was funny though. So uh, then uh, Dave also meets up. He goes in the building with Cho. Uh, Cho gives a guard a face full of spikes and a blow dart. That was awesome. <laughs> that part was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Where he just like the roller ball, the, like throws the balls down. The guy just slips. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then now Kane uh, helps Kathy escape the, the water torch we were talking about. Then Kathy calls the police to tell them uh, where they're at. They were heading. Then uh, during the the scene inside Kaifano's, Kaifano uh, has a what does he have a machine gun? Yeah. And then Brain yeah. throws a knife. It just shows him throwing a knife at him, and then uh, <laughs> he tries to shoot him. We don't really see really what goes on if he ever actually dies or anything, right? Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember if they actually showed anything like that. It yeah. looks like he hits him like uh, in the arm, I believe. Yeah. And then uh, Braden kills uh, Dave, his friend. Dave tries to shoot him, but he, he gets a throwing star, and he's done. Now, this is uh, the final scene was really, really over the top. On the ten- There's a tennis court on the roof. It lasted forever, literally. Yeah, yes. It, it and, and there's more. The ninja magic was really, really uh, full, full tilt in this. The We thought... Braden got sliced in half and it was a dummy. That's the second time that happened in one of these movies. And yeah, it, so you it, see it the is. dummy, I was like, oh, okay, so how did he rig a dummy to get up there? Yeah. I don't uh, know. He, he's, you know, he's a ninja. <laughs> I guess he hypnotized someone. But the, the dummy thing happened basically twice in this Yes, because then Braden hides scene. in a hot tub. Yeah, and, and, we're then like, and then he rips his arm off and that has a dummy arm. Yeah. <laughs> So I was just saying. So when Ninja Three is there, three dummies. Ah, uh, yeah. Wait and see, Rick. <laughs> We're gonna. <laughs> All right. But this was a. I mean, this is very, very entertaining fight scene. Yes, there was some really, really good scenes in this. Uh, Braden was kind of a kick-ass fighter in this thing. He had that silver mask that was pretty awesome underneath his ninja mask. So, you know, it was good. I liked this the scene a lot. Yeah. So then, yeah. So then it ends with the. Uh, Braden gets his uh, stomach sliced open, but then there was more one more slashing. His mask gets slashed in half too. Yeah. So, so that that was uh, so then it was revealed that it was definitely Braden doing this, and um, then Kane and Kathy meet Cho on the roof, and uh, so we had a, a feel good ending, and uh, it was a great ride. Yeah, this is this was uh, probably. Like I said, when I was a kid, I loved this movie, and I have to thank you for bringing me back to it. I probably hadn't seen it since I was, you know, 1985 or so. This, this, oh, yeah, no, this has been fun yeah. one. Please. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. It it brought back a lot of memories. I definitely remember the, the scene with the spikes in the face and stuff like that and the fight scene. And I definitely remember Braden's silver mask. That was, like, one mm-hmm. of the things I thought was awesome as a kid. It was just so insane. That is a very cool visual. 
Yeah. So this did very well in the box office. The budget was estimated $700,000, and it grossed over $13 million. That's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah. Uh, some other uh, interesting things. Now, uh, the director, Sam Furstenberg, said in an interview that his first decision right away is to not follow in the steps of the Hong Kong flicks, but to approach this as a straight Hollywood action movie with some martial arts thrown in. Which is why these probably stand out from the 70s movies. Yeah, they're not straight. Yeah. Um, What else? Shokusugi personally crafted many of the weapons in this film. The final rooftop fight scene between Shokusugi and the villain took two weeks to shoot. Uh, Furzenberg in the interview said this because there are many effects, like we're talking about, all these dummies, right? The pyrotechnics, mechanical rigging, and safety considerations, and the elaborate camera positioning. So, Rick, now how many throwing stars out of one to five do you give this? I'm definitely going to have to go with five out of this for this one. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give this four and a half. Okay. Four and a half throwing stars. It was it was great. It was it was better than Enter the Ninja. But I, I, I still, I mean, they're, they all have their place. But, uh, yeah, so I, I think it's a fair, fair rating. This uh, the story was good in this one. The entertainment value was good in this one. The uh, comedy, the, yeah, yeah. The the comedy was great. Uh, I love that scene where uh, Cho was, you know, with the with the van chasing the villains and fighting the villains and stuff. I love that scene. I thought that was great. It was. It was. Yeah, and some of the fight scenes in this movie were great. The villain uh, was just. I think that it was such a great villain. Uh, yeah, it's doing like a the... kabuki type mask, right? Like a silver yeah. kabuki mask, would you say? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd have to say that. Yeah, but yeah, it was just and then the camera's work was so much better in this one than than say, it was. And Enter the Ninja, yeah. And uh, okay, Rick, uh, where can people find you? You can find me on everywhere, every uh, podcast platform, especially YouTube, which we uh, do the majority of the work. We do a lot of uh, extra footage on YouTube. Uh, uh, it's PWZ Podcast. If you're a pro wrestling fan, we talk uh, everything pro wrestling, everything from WWE, AEW to the independents. Uh, this week, we got a really good interview coming up with the new MLW National Openweight Champion, Alex Kane, uh, who's just a phenomenal wrestler. So if you're into MLW at all, Please check that out. All right. Sounds good. Uh, and we're going to sign off and then we're going to leave everyone with a question. Hey, man, what's your trick? To see photos and links about each subject we discuss in each episode, please go to anchor.fm slash shocking things. That has all of our episodes and links to our social media, as well as a link to the shocking things store.